0: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the St. John's County Show that is on in the afternoon. We hope you are doing well on this Monday and staying warm out there. Yeah, absolutely. But we're
1: looking forward to the temperatures going up the rest of this week, though.
0: That's right. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Can you take over Troy's job as weatherman in the morning? Because (laughs) that was the most in-depth look at the weather we've had since the existence of this network.
1: (laughs) We do appreciate Troy.
0: (laughs) Yes, we do. No, we do. We don't need Troy going anywhere, man. Um... On today's show, Mm. we are going to be talking to Stacy and Forrest Bailey. Um, I probably don't have to remind you out there watching of um, what the Bailey family has been through. and it was recently, as we mentioned last week, and, and as our friend, I know Sarah, at the Vibe Nutrition um, yes. celebrated, it was recently Tristan Bailey's birthday. Yes. Um, so we're going to talk to Stacy and Forrest Bailey uh, this afternoon, and we're going to talk a lot about... Uh, the Tristan Bailey Foundation, mm-hmm. what they're working on, what they're doing, how they're helping out families, not only here but across the country, um, the impact of, of our community, um, because a- as we know, uh, when this horrific event took place – our community, St. John's County came together and yes, wrapped this family in our arms. Yes they sir. they we really did. I, I mean we all kind of feel like the Bailey family is a part of our family yes um, so it is it is not only an honor for us to get to meet them and talk to them today um, but to let you know again what they're doing. For positive change for other folks, Um, in Tristan's name, in her, in Tristan's name, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, very much looking forward to talking to them in just a couple of minutes. uh, I guess we've also got your news. We've got your events. We've got, got all the, the normal usuals, stuff yes. we typical, uh, typically cover here on the show. Uh, and I guess we will jump right into it right now uh, by letting you know about our great friends at Bozard Ford Lincoln. Uh, they're celebrating 75 years here in St. Augustine in Northeast Florida. Bozard Ford Lincoln, they are here for you. You can experience their extensive selection of new and pre-owned vehicles, quick and quality servicing, and their parts and accessories shop that is just above and beyond anything you've ever experienced. Make sure you grab lunch out there at Ford's Garage while you're waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear that 904 burger is pretty good. It's the best. Why wouldn't you get the best? That's the best, that's the best selling. Right. I mean, come on. You deserve it. <laughs> they offer services from home delivery to company fleet servicing at Bozard, Ford, Lincoln. Your family is their family, and they are driven to inspire, uh, as well as our friends at the Bailey Group. Getting enrolled in a health insurance or Medicare plan does not have to be complicated, Davey. In fact, it can be quite the opposite. At the Bailey Group, you're going to work with a local insurance advisor to help you find just the right coverage for your specific needs and your budget, mm. which is one of the most important parts these days. It's got to fit in our budget. These it gets days.
1: confusing. Some people are
0: paying more nowadays. Yep. And some people are paying for things they don't even have. That's some people have boats in their policies and they, they have never even owned a boat. Right. Their goal is to make getting covered simple no added costs, no extra fees. The Bailey Group handles individual health and Medicare, corporate benefits, and financial needs for their clients. Let them do that for you and more. Give them a call. 9 904-461-1800. And then, of course, our friends at Ah Mara Med Spa. If you are craving the perfect blend of relaxation and rejuvenation, Ah Mara Med Spa is your answer. From luxurious spa treatments to advanced medical aesthetics, Ah Mara's experts will personalize a plan just for you. Enhance your natural beauty with things like laser treatments, dermal fillers, Botox, and a whole lot more. Experience top-notch care in their state-of-the-art facility and feel refreshed and revitalized. at Ah Mara Med Spa Twenty One. 100 A1A South Suite 2 St. Augustine. Book your next adventure into wellness at Amara Med Spa. And and save the date
1: this Wednesday is their anniversary party, everybody. That's right. It's free. Show up, show out. It's from 5 to 8. Amara Med Spa. I'll put the RSVP. If anybody RSVPs, you can win $500
0: gift card to Amara Med Spa. That's pretty awesome. Easy money right there. And you guys don't get to see it off camera. And we can't throw the Davy cam up on that. That's exactly what I was about to comment on. There's like this shoulder warm-up before he jumps into the Yes, I deliver with passion. Yes. (laughs) That's it. That's it, man. Uh all right. Let's jump into the show, shall we? Let's show it. Um we are honored to introduce you guys. Um, not that they need an introduction. As as I mentioned, the Bailey family really feels like part of our, our collective family Absolutely. here in St. Johns County. Uh, Stacy and Forrest Bailey, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. We appreciate you being here.
2: Thank you for having us.
3: Thank
0: of you for course, having us. Of course. So like I kind of mentioned, our community has really opened our arms to you all after you have been through every parent's absolute worst nightmare worst case scenario that any parent wishes they could hopes they can avoid our community has embraced you we really view you guys as just the absolute strongest family we can we can think 100%. of here in St. Johns Absolutely. County to turn such a tragedy into in into something positive which is what you're working on now through the Tristan Bailey Foundation um but there must not there must not be a day obviously that goes by that you don't think of your daughter um tell me how it felt to go through such a tragedy, how it felt to have our community embrace you um, the way that they did. And geez, what gives you all the strength to keep on pushing and, and, and turn this into something that's going to help people in the future?
2: Well, I think that, first of all, I wouldn't be anywhere without my family. Um, we rely on each other a lot. And beyond that, you know, we've talked, people always ask us if we would leave our neighborhood and our community. Mm. And I was like, we could never leave because they're the ones that have been there for us day in, day out, have protected us, have just given so much back to us to make us know that we are safe and we are loved. And I, th- I can't thank anybody enough for that. I can't thank our, our sheriff's office enough Um it's been rough. It's been rough. And you think that it gets easier with time and it doesn't. Mm. It's it's been a really rough.
1: I think the challenge of grief is that you have to let everybody else have their opportunity and your second. How have you been able to deal with that as a mom? Like, has that been hard that you have to like all the kids, everybody that was connected with Tristan, you have to let them go through that process and you have to be strong for them. You know what I mean?
2: It's really tough. Yeah. Um, and I'm not. I'm not an expert at it. No, so, never Yeah. I think that you watch your kids suffer, and as I told my husband, I have not ever hit that anger point in this entire process Ooh. until probably the past two weeks. Really? And I all of a sudden feel anger starting because I'm looking at my children. And they are suffering. Yeah, and that is really hard as a mom to not be able to fix what is broken. You can't fix it.
3: Yeah, right.
2: And that's that's a hard reality.
3: Yeah, yeah, and, and I think, David, it's interesting. You know, just talking about it, and even even just starting, and as you're going through, and you're talking about like Bozard and Amari Span, it's amazing to me because. While you're talking about these places, I'm thinking of the people that we know that work there and people that have been instrumental to our family, Um, including somebody that I met on Tristan's birthday, who has recently started at Amari Spa and, you know, supported us. And I have to say that this community is. They're just they're fortunate um, that there's so many good people uh, that we have. Things coming together. I mean, even looking at what the two of you do for our community and be the voice of St. John's and give outlets to to places, um, the St. John Sheriff's Office, the resources they've been provided, uh, the support that we've had. Uh, you know, when you mentioned supporting other people across the country, I can tell you, there's not other communities that have a have a Sheriff Hardwick and they don't 100%. have a St. John's Sheriff's office and the way that they've grown with our community, engage with our community and the things that they've done. And then you also have RJ Larissa's seventh judicial circuit that, I mean, what they prepared us for allowed us to do a lot, but it, it has come back to as Stacey was saying this community and where we're at because grieving we're learning is, it's not a process that has an end point, um, you know, to to your comment. Still on a regular basis, I wake up and when it's it, it's difficult waking up each day because all of a sudden you wake up and you realize that, you know, your your perfect family of five is shattered. And that um, we had our daughter taken from us, taken from us in a horrific way. But... <laughs> We we have to we have to move forward, and um, a lot of that for me is frankly about Tristan. Uh, you know, when you raise your children, you always try and instill their value systems in them. Um, try and talk to them about what's important. And we've always kind of told our kids, you know, that when you come home and you're in the house, you know, y- you you can just be yourself, and that's where you can have your learning lessons and. When you do that, I think sometimes you have a tendency to see the worst um,
0: that can come out of your kids, yeah, right? You course. know, you see
3: the bizarre behavior. <laughs> um, you know, we always talk about Tristan and her sassiness. And, yeah. You know, there was a, a lot of things. And um, it's the stories that we've heard um, where, y- you know, she loved cheerleading and hearing from things from other parents and particularly from the kids about the way that she would encourage them. Um, you know, recently uh, there was a parent that reached out to, uh, to Stacy and kind of had approached her daughter and, and, you know, told her daughter, said, hey, you know, are you okay with everything with Tristan because something had come up and, you know, I understand that she may not have been really the way that she was. And this, this young lady went and showed her mom texts and said, no. I had a really bad day at cheer one day, and this is what I got in follow-up God, text wait. messages.
1: What an angel. And,
3: yeah. And, you know, it's those things because, you know, that's not always what, you know, I would get within the house, you know, because hmm. we of were working with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you had a diva. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Um, she knew what she wanted. yeah nothing wrong did. with that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she did. And, and she wasn't afraid to express that. Um, but... You know, those things, when when I take what my daughter was doing, I want to make sure that all of the right things she was doing, she was only 13. And if I look at what she did in 13 years and the difference that she made in some people's life within 13 years, how I take some of those things so that there's other people that are like-minded because we have we have a community that is so focused on families and developing families and the activities for them, the schools for them, and yet you always run into the problem of the resources. So if we can take what's been given to us and try and magnify that and give that back so that we have more kids that go through and have this realization and this approach of, let me try and do my very best, let me try and... You know, connect with somebody who maybe just needs a. It it doesn't have to be huge, just a smile in the hallway. Um, we want to do that. That's
1: Tristan's light right there. Yeah,
3: and and that that uh, fuels me when I look in in our community. Even to this day, you know, we we drive by and we'll see people that have pink bows on their house that teal. we don't even or teal. Sorry. <laughs>
1: we're celebrating
3: teal Um, but um, yeah we just we run into things and it's we realize that each of us as we go through we all touch so many people and um, when we were when we were going through because when she was murdered um, it was a horrific impact and there was a lot of difficult feelings we were dealing with, but um, we wanted to make sure we honored her life. And uh, we had lived out west. Stacy and I actually met in Colorado. Hmm. And, um, you know, I, I had, when I was 18, and had worked around some, uh, some Indian tribes in a job I had. And that was where I had been exposed to the concept of the good wolf. And, oh,
1: I love this.
3: Yeah. And um that I forget how it was, but we're we born were born with two wolves. Yeah, so the the story goes a little bit that there's a, a a young boy who goes to his his grandfather and said that he he had woken and he had a horrible dream. And in the horrible dream there were two wolves and they were fighting and they were fighting over him. And you know, one of the wolves represents all the negativity, all the bad emotions, everything, you know, your, your anger, your jealousy. Um, and the other wolf was love and kindness and compassion. And, uh, you know, he asked his, his grandfather, which wolf wins. And the grandfather's response is the wolf you feed. Hmm. And for our family, we kind of recognize to honor Tristan that needs to be our focus. And it also needs to be not only in honoring Tristan, I, you know, I have four other kids that I could, you know, talk to you about for hours and hours and hours on that. I want to move forward and do great things within their own lives and having that approach of choosing what is positive, choosing what is good and making that, you know, your approach in the world. Uh, that's where a lot came from. And, There is not a community like St. John's where we could have been surrounded by so many good people that whether it's a kindness in the store, um, whether it's all these small businesses that have done so many great things to help support us, um, you know, and particularly the infrastructure that that we've had. And um, it's it's been phenomenal to see the goodness that has come from people because they were difficult times and there Absolutely. was a lot of dark days. Yeah. There still are a lot of
0: dark days. Yeah, yeah, I have have to imagine. Um, and, and, you know, it's funny you, you tell the story about your daughter being such a light to so many on the on the cheerleading squad, but this seemed to extend further out. I mean, you, you told me a story before we started the show of of uh, a young autistic child um, who was having a hard time. He, he, I mean, there are just numerous examples of of your daughter just being a light for so many people. Um, so, how do you, what are you hoping to accomplish? How I guess first of all, let me back up a little bit. When did you first decide to start a foundation uh, in Tristan's name? When when did you guys decide that this was um, that this was the route to go for you and your family to help other people?
2: I don't even really know. It's hmm. just kind of always been from early on. We knew that we needed to do something to remember her. Um, there was a lot of people that were like, "What are you going to do with this?" and I will I'll never forget, I had a friend in high school, and her husband was, was dying mm. from cancer. And her words have resonated with me. And she said, you have a platform. Don't waste it. Do something mm. good in the world. Mm. And that has really stuck with me that we can try to help other people. Because there's a lot of people out there that need the help. And if we, can, if we can do good and give back through our pain, that's what we'll do.
0: Absolutely.
1: You're building a foundation for people to walk on again. I mean, your horror story is literally somebody else's survival guide. And that's such a, such a big takeaway. From, I know that's hard to digest, but it's the truth. You're making change. I mean, the Tristan Bailey Foundation. Talk about, uh, the, talk about the change in the law that you guys have done. I mean, you're, you're helping families all over this great country kind of realize victim advocacy and the rights that families have. Talk about that journey.
3: Sure. Um, and, and I think that actually it's interesting when we talk about the victim's advocacy because to spring off of what Stacey was saying, in the early days, the, the idea and the concept of the foundation came together about Tristan um, when we heard a lot of the stories of, you know, how it was, whether there were some teachers, other classmates or things like that, the things she was doing. We then had an experience as a family. Um, and again, I, we, we had the media who was very interested in our story. Um, it was a horrific perfect storm as as they kind of saw it you had um a young cheerleader murdered by somebody who was a classmate that you wouldn't expect um it happens on mother's day in a community that is if you wanted to draw up a community it was here in st john's and so all of those things kind of came together but as we went through as a family a lot of the things we started to focus on is victims advocacy and going through the process, you started to realize there was coverage of what was going on in the trial. But then there's a lot of different areas where people want to create stories off of it. Yeah. And that was where requests for information came in. Uh, so we started looking at this and, and realizing that there were a whole bunch of things where people were asking for crime scene photos. Um was wow. specifically what happened in in our case, and I couldn't fathom what what public use is there mm-hmm. to put out crime scene photos of a minor right mm-hmm. uh, and when we started learning and learning about it, it wasn't your news agencies that you wouldn't necessarily expect that are covering it. There's a whole realm of social media people that are out there with podcasts, YouTube channels, mm-hmm. things like that. That mm-hmm. they're trying to cover things, but they don't take the same investigative approach. And if they can be out there and pop a picture out there, it gets mm-hmm. views, and they yeah. get paid. Yeah, that, yeah. Regardless of even, how good the information is, most of is.
2: the time they're not even accurate.
3: Right. right. No, it's, yeah. it's,
2: it's really hard when they they don't even have the stories or the facts accurate
0: and you're not in control of the narrative right not not at all and they don't care to get it right a a lot of these smaller that they don't care to get it right they like you said they want the clicks they get paid off the clicks and and that does real life damage
3: yeah no that
2: And, and that's the thing i think that was most hurtful is they don't think about the damage that they're causing not only to the family it extends beyond that it's the community but more importantly my daughter's friends. Mm,
1: oh my, my
2: daughter's gosh. friends. Their faces were out there. Their mm-hmm. voices were out there. There, and you couldn't control it. Mm-hmm. You could not control it. And they would come home in tears, thinking, "I didn't do anything."
1: Right? Why am I being attacked? You know, mm-hmm. by the
3: media. Mm-hmm. It's, and,
1: it's
2: been brutal.
3: And that's where the bell came from. Uh, so there was actually a uh, a family that, again, horrible circumstances. It was a a problem within the family and the mother was kind of blindsided because uh, the autopsy details were released without her knowledge and Gosh. where everything was kind of done with the case and she frankly didn't want to know, yeah. um, that's put out there. And so we connected with her because she was already down the pipe and of getting a bill raised. Um, we created an addendum to include some of the things in our case. And, and it wasn't specific to Tristan. It was saying, Hey, across the board, why do you release crime scene photos of a, of a minor? And, um, our, our legislature just acted really, really fast on it. Uh, I think from the time it was raised until it got voted on was probably about three, four months while wow. uh, they unanimously supported the bill. Hmm. Uh, so, you know, we're, uh, there was a lot that was done here locally. Um, So actually Travis Hudson, who was uh, who's our local representative was key in helping to get that through and
1: Mm -hmm. talking to the
3: right people. So um, it's just, those are the things we're trying to do. And uh, you know, as you actually opened up with, it's also where we do get some contacts. Uh, So we have a few families throughout the country. Um, You know, we've, we've had some in, the Carolinas, Texas, out in in California, people that will reach out to us. And unfortunately, they're going through some similar horrendous crime uh, and they're trying to understand how to approach it. And uh, again, it's another area where Stacy and I step back and we say, we have to take what we were given and try and help other people out because our victim's advocate in in Sheriff Hardwick's group. Anytime we had anything come up, you know, she helped explain to us what was going on. Uh she didn't know the answer.
2: She found it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like immediately. So like we're developing even little things that say, Hey, from a from a you know, kind of quick card standpoint, what are some of the things that you need to know or some of the things that you need to think about and um
1: yeah, what's coming down the road? Because obviously, you guys fell into a storm that you had no idea, right? Because there's so many different levels to it.
2: You don't think about it. Yeah, you don't. It, as your everyday person, you would not think about. Hey, what happens when you have somebody that's horrifically murdered, and you've got the
0: media? Like you just don't, don't do, right? it. it, like want to think about it. It's not something you ever want to think about. Yeah.
1: Does a lawyer jump in? To do, do they mitigate a lot of that? A lot of the media vultures that come out
3: so so, that's again one of our learning lessons uh, hmm. probably the first year and a half i I served as our family spokesperson mm-hmm. and so everything would kind of come through me uh, I was very fortunate uh that I had a, a good friend who I'd worked with on the loggerhead swim team when we were trying to get that nice. all set up okay. yeah. and um he was he was you know one of the uh station managers over at, at, uh, news for Jackson. And so I had somebody that I could just kind of say, Oh my Lord, what do I deal with? And, um, our local media was very good and very respectful. Every single station, there was somebody there. That was a point of contact and we realized that they were pretty good. And we realized very quickly that we, Needed to manage what was the the national media and and frankly international mm-hmm. media because mm-hmm. uh, okay. you know and the, and we had the son from the UK write an article that had reached out to one of Stacy's cousins as if they were close in our day to day dealings <gasps> it's it's um it, it's and amazing. it's hurtful yeah. and That's and it, yeah so we we learned that very quickly and so we we told the local media we're going to talk to you we're not talking to other people but the other element is is we were not we the saint john sheriff's office immediately did so much research and we knew you know that they had worked on it we knew that they had the investigation we knew they had built the great details when we talked with rj larissa for the first time i had every confidence in our our state attorney's office and the last thing we wanted to do is take away from the great work that all of these people were doing on our behalf to get justice for our community Mm. and so that was a big area where we said we just need to go through the legal process we need to get our feet under us as a family and we didn't do anything with the media and they were very respectful locally and again, these are other things where we're learning. We have to uh, to work with people that come from other other horrific incidents. Mm-hmm. But um, that was that was the building of the advocacy side of, of our approach. Talk to me about kind of the
0: the pillars. Yeah, we were talking a little bit before the show. Uh, The pillars of the Tristan Bailey Foundation. I know social media, uh, a huge component of of this. And you had mentioned your daughter Tristan didn't even, her killer didn't even have her contact information until that night. And that was due to social media, correct?
3: Yeah. So we have four main pillars. Uh, The one is the victim's advocacy, which we've talked quite a bit about with Mm -hmm. the bill and and all of those things Um, we're doing self-defense. We're also doing what is a scholarship, which is really around a lot of the light that, that um, Tristan was with respect to the social media. uh, You're absolutely correct. Someone gave him or her contact information that night. And, you know, while, while she had seen him in school Mm -hmm. and there was a couple of times that they were out, you know, just, going to the food truck Fridays and things like that, he did not have her contact information. And so that's one of the things that we have to get people to understand is your social media is not somebody else's and you shouldn't be giving out some of these contacts, these information. Mm -hmm. And um, actually Friday, Stacy and I met with a special investigator from the Homeland Security investigations. Uh, There is a website out there with Homeland Security called iGuardian And it's accessible right now. And I would encourage parents, encourage uh, kids, you know, go out. It gives you a lot of information. But they also have programs that are set up which will talk to you about the dangers of social media. Because obviously we all use it for all the great things that we can get, the communication, Mm -hmm. the information. Yet the dangers of it um, are just – they're – it, it really makes it a lot
1: riskier. And um, it's just too wide open. It's too willy nilly. Like people really, they, I don't know how you guys feel. I mean, obviously with the situation with, how are you with the social media with your other kids? Like, are you guys really super like protective and like you're off of it? Or do you do a little bit of it? Like, what is the balance? Like, how do you, how do you
0: talk about? This? Cause it's just part of everyday
1: life. Yeah. You know?
2: I, I think that's one of the big problems is that you now have kids in school they can't do a lot of their schoolwork without the social media. They have to have their phone because it's, you know, Instagram. One of my girls doesn't – she has an Instagram only because of her recruiting process. She doesn't do it. Wow. She, do, she doesn't post anything on it. You have others that are – you know, my my other daughter was an influencer. So she was using it for the good of that. but. There's such a wide spectrum of what it good can mm-hmm. be used for. And then there's so much negative. Right. we were really attacked on social media. You know, we've, we had a lot of threats against us after.
1: Interesting. Um,
2: after everything. you and just it shut it down?
1: Like, what's the, what's the move I, there? I had
2: to turn off my home phone number.
1: Oh, wow. Uh, I
2: mean, because we were being attacked on our home line. So we got rid of it. And... It's just, it's such a fine balance between what is good and what is bad. And as we learned last week, you can't keep up with it. There are so many more platforms that we've never even heard of where kids are going out and they're creating chats. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like a Russian roulette. You just spin the wheel and you can talk to some stranger online. Yeah. And you have no idea who it is. And they find you fast. They find you really fast.
3: And and just to add to it, and to be blunt for your audience, there's a lot of people out there who are really hurting. And the way that they get some type of feeling is by putting some horrific, horrendous comment out there and people reacting to it. Right, Mm -hmm. attention. Um, But yeah, here we are where we're the family of a victim of a brutal crime and there were people on social media, you know, threatening to, to rape and kill my other kids. Oh my God. Um, You know, people that are, you know, trying to, uh, you know, trying to, you know, say they're going to come and threaten our homes and things like that. Yeah. And it like, we had to deal with, that you know we use the term trolls, uh-huh. um you had to kind of turn the trolls off. Uh, but like what we've learned recently and and I'm gonna do a very bad job of of paraphrasing what the agent said, but the agent, you know, it was like, we've all grown up in times where there were some people in the world who were sick, and you know he would like a pedophile, right? Mm-hmm. But a pedophile in the past, you know, if somebody got up and you know you went to school and you walked three blocks to get to the school bus they may see you twice a day with social media. They are following you all day long. Mm -hmm. They see you, they start going through and it, it unfortunately um, stokes that negative fire. And and the way that that put that to me, it realized how dangerous this can be. And you know, as people go through this, this uh, class that we're, we're going to be working to roll out um, you put a photo on there and They showed us like two pages. You you think you just have a photo, but somebody who knows not a lot about computers can get so many details from that photo. What's in the background. Where it was taken. Yeah, yeah, all of these, not Mm -hmm. even just the picture, the Mm -hmm. data elements, and they can Mm -hmm. use that to really zero in and and we're exposed. And so understanding the security settings… You know, the the privacy settings and what's being shared, uh, that's going to be a big element that we want to talk about with social media. And then the other thing is from a parent's standpoint, as parents, we're not going to keep up with the technology. We're not going to keep up with what's out there. We're not going to keep up with the the criminal behavior that's out there and, and the wrong thing. So it also needs to be what are the conversations we have when we sit around the dinner table to begin to protect ourselves. And,
0: and finding that information is so crucial for parents. I mean, just finding the place to start uh, is so important and where to have these conversations.
2: I, I think one of the best things, I just have to say this, yeah, one please. of the best things that we heard was sometimes parents go in and maybe there's something negative on their kid's phone and they immediately want to delete it. It is the worst thing that they can do because if there's somebody that has bullied, stalked, sexually exploited their children, if you delete it, the investigators have nothing to mm-hmm. go. on so really, they, can't, advice, pull they, they the can't pull this from the
0: social media companies, and right? That
2: was the most. That was so eye opening to us when I was like, "Oh, you can't retrace that." So as the parents, if you find this, or even the kids, don't delete it turn it over because then they have a tool to be able to track people down.
1: Did the investigator talk about anything about, there's a certain social media platform that temporarily has pictures. You know who I'm talking about. Um, Did they talk about anything like that? Because, you know, sometimes these kids, you know, they get on this specific platform and they send all these crazy things to each other, but then they're like gone, you know, within 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Is there, is there, is there a a, a big question on those kinds of social media platforms?
3: Uh, There, there is. And, uh, you're, you're exactly right. Uh, first of all, there's a lot of things where we're giving the feeling that they're gone and they're not gone. Interesting. Mm. Um, so a lot of these things, even though they may only be available on whatever platform, and there's a number that that are that way, they're available for a set amount of time, yet they're stored on the server somewhere in perpetuity. Um, the other thing is, is even though, you may put it out on a platform and it's temporary. Somebody else can, you know, copy it, save it, mm-hmm. or things mm-hmm. like right. that. Right, screen, record, and it. screen yeah. record it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was the, uh, Stacey's uh, right. You know, we were, sometimes people get these things and it's out there and it's in the hands of the people that you don't want it in. But when you just delete it off of yours, it makes it like nearly impossible for. People to investigate it because they don't have the evidence of it. So, mm. um, but yeah, there's, and that's part of our education is even though the service is doing their job and they have it temporarily available, um, there are things that are going to be out there for years to come. Um, right now, we we have a situation where you have AI as a developing technology, oh, yeah. and it's you know it is. Wonderful in the things that it can do, yet, uh, my parents almost were a victim of one of the scams that can happen where people took some of the information from you know where we've been out and said things, they kind of copied one of the voices of, of one of my kids, and then you know had that call wow. that goes into them as if they were arrested and they yeah. were in trouble. Unfortunately, my parents were like, Hold on, let me. Yeah, Check before so. right, right. Yeah. right. Um, but
2: there's a lot of people that it
1: happened to Tim Tebow's dad. It's no secret. It's been all over yeah. the media. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: true.
0: Horrible. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even think of that component of it. As so, it relates Stacey, to So, Stacey,
1: really quick, when you said don't delete anything, is it important to keep it like within the program itself, or should you save it and then maybe put it in a lock file? I know that sometimes there are these sexually explicit uh, messages. What is the right thing to do in that moment?
2: from what we've learned if you have something that's, that's, that's serious, that that's that serious it's yeah. immediately you should pick up the phone you should call your local departments hmm. the sheriff's office wherever you're at and turn it over okay because they can investigate it they can t- download all of the information and they can track it but if you delete it like if i was to delete something you know that came through my child's phone Gone, yeah, and you can't, mm-hmm. you know. And I think they were talking. The one difficult thing is there's a couple of avenues that they're having a difficult time tracing, but most of the time, people aren't that smart, yeah, they're, right, right, you know,
1: especially yeah. when they're acting like this online, they're not going to be the brightest. Ugh.
0: Now, are you guys still uh, in close collaboration with the sheriff's office uh, on things mm-hmm. like this? I have to imagine, I know this was, you know, Sheriff Hardwick. Uh, came across your family very early, and 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 him being the sheriff, right? And I know he took you guys' situation very, very personally. I know he was he was always out there in the media adver- advocating for things like you guys' privacy. Um, so I have to imagine you all have built a very strong bond, and and I hope you're still working together on on I- improving things going forward. Yeah, we,
3: um, you know, I Sheriff Hardwick is. On, on Tristan's birthday, um, reached out and had, you know, gave a message to Stacy and I, you know, mm. just helping us and picking us up and things like that. Um, so, you know, I don't know how that man ever sleeps with everything neither. that he does. Um, but, you know, I can tell you that as the core of a person, um, good through and through, he does so much, and we're very connected with him. And I would actually use Tristan's birthday as, as a great example. The Pantavidra, um men and women's lacrosse team um, were having their preparation week. So tryout start today. Good luck to all the kids trying out. Yeah. But they had like a prep week last week, and they were doing a workout on on Thursday in honor of Tristan. Um, cool. That one of their coaches, uh, Curtis Guscala, put together. They and do the, it every year. They do it every year. That's awesome. That's great. Um, they invited us out to say a few words. And it immediately hit me is if I'm going to go out there, I actually need to use that to get through to the kids and talk about social media and talk about about self-defense. Yeah. Both of those programs were also working with the St. John Sheriff's Office. I reach out to two detectives that are invo- involved with it. They came back immediately hmm. and we're out there at 7 a.m. to talk to 90 kids. And we had one detective who talked about social media and used examples of some things that happen here, as well as how people can get bullied. If they happen to put a nude photo out there and you know how to talk to people so that you don't get, we there's a lot of suicide that comes off of it because mm-hmm. kids start getting into trouble. Um, so she was there, she made an impact. Um, we also had a detective who, uh, Runs the Wave program, so women Women Against Violent Encounters, mm-hmm. and uh, they, in conjunction with Spark Athletics, are going to be providing classes um, that that you know kids can drop in and take. And oh, for like self defense! For self defense! Cool, um, that's great. So yes, we are we're we're fortunate as a community to have uh, the sheriff's office that we have. Um, they permeate. Like whether you're talking to Sheriff Hardwick or whoever you run into, you can see the sense of community and mm-hmm. what they're doing. Uh, and definitely we've seen firsthand the, the help and support for the things that we want to do to give back. And, and we plan on doing that in alignment with them for some time. Awesome. That's great. That's great. And that's, that's it's been a powerful team, yeah. and I think it'll be a
0: powerful team going forward. Um, talk about the scholarship side of the Tristan yeah. Bailey Foundation. This is important too.
3: So, um, um, there's there's a few things that have happened um, with respect to the scholarships. Uh, some of the cheer community she was involved with uh, immediately wanted to honor her, and they put together an award. And uh, I think what really hit us is the award was focused on somebody who maybe wasn't the m v p in your classical sense but somebody who was that consummate teammate hmm. and uh I love that yeah it no it's um it it means a lot to us uh most of the so we have i think five different things so you know three cheer programs a couple of lacrosse programs that give out this award and a lot of times they're nominated by the athletes themselves. So athletic nomination for one of your teammates um, chosen by coaches. So, you know, it just, it's, that's been meaningful. And so that's one basic area from the scholarship. Uh, The other thing that we haven't gotten to a point to really kind of announce yet, but we're also working on something that is going to be a developmental program that we put together where, If we think about kids that are in their schools or in their community that are doing all of these good things that we've seen Tristan was doing to help reach out and build other people up, we want to have a nomination-based program where we can allow these kids to come in together, see other kids across St. John's who are doing these things, connect with them so that they realize there's a lot of people who are doing good things, but help them with approaches. Um, So we start working on mental and emotional health. Um, We're probably also going to look to combine it with some of the social media training as well as the WAVE program. So just something that is helping the good people that are doing the right things get stronger and then allow that program to build over the years to come so that if I were to think of you know, maybe somebody who's in seventh grade this year, whenever they get into one of our high schools, all of a sudden there's a connection of a number of different kids that they've met through this cool. program.
1: That's awesome. To start
0: doing some really good things.
3: Like so that's Kindness
1: 101
0: to... class
3: with
1: mm-hmm. Tristan Bailey. I like this. Yeah.
0: This is cool. And how do you, what's the strategy on getting those kids involved and getting them interested in things like this? Because, you know, and. We all know it in sixth and seventh, eighth grade. We think we know everything, right? Oh. We think, oh, Thompson? I don't need this. I don't know. I, <laughs> I know, know everything. Yeah, do I yeah. remember telling my mom one time, hey, you're just a grown up kid. You don't know any more than I do. Oh. You, know? you didn't get Tabasco sauce in the mouth? No, after that. I did get Tabasco yeah. sauce in the mouth after that one. That was that usually. happened our in punishment. our home, There you go. My there daughter, you go.
2: My daughter was. Uh, her whole life. We were like, don't make me get the tiger sauce. Right. No, right. that
0: was us. Well, yeah, we only had Tabasco sauce for punishment. Yeah, 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 Well,
2: let me tell you, at 21 years old, her friend came to visit us and was like, ooh, do you have any hot sauce, you know, for my sandwich? <laughs> and she grabbed the tiger sauce out and went to put it on her sandwich, and my daughter was like... Are you kidding me? That's so spicy. <laughs> you shouldn't have that. Right. punishment sauce. And the, her friend took a bite. She's like, it's sweet. And my daughter was mortified. She was like, all this time. Yeah.
0: What <laughs> do you mean it's
2: sweet? We're like, it's sweet. <laughs> oh, that but that was our that was our thing. Don't make me get the tiger sauce. Tiger sauce,
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. There it's the
2: sweet go. <laughs> sauce. It was.
1: <laughs> ah, that's, that's awesome. hilarious. I love great. that story.
3: <laughs> Old school discipline doesn't really go out of style <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: sometimes. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, So what is it? How do you get kids engaged? How do you get these kids to get through their own mental blocks and and say, hey, this is important. This is something you need to
3: know. Listen to them. And Mm -hmm. uh, as when we were starting, you were talking about the grieving process. Uh, You know, on Thursday, we started the day out there with those lacrosse programs. And, uh, you know, what Ponte did for us that day was amazing. And I'm appreciative of those coaches and particularly the kids afterwards, they came by and they feel it, right? Hmm. They they know what's going on. They know what's going on in the community. And many of them stopped by and talked to us. And that just continued throughout the day. And so at the end of our day, our house was once again filled with Tristan's friends. Hmm. And they stopped in. And so a lot of the things that we're working on and doing, frankly... They're our sounding board uh, because that's awesome. Well, the danger that we can run is trying to help out kids and not listening to the kids Mm -hmm. and saying, "Does this make sense? Yes or no?" Um, And so they're some of the ones who are saying, "You know, here are the type of things that would be of interest to me. This is the things that I would like to do." And that's also how they're they're looking to spread the word. Um, You know, Tristan's birthday. Uh, the day that she was taken to us. In our community, if you were to walk into the schools, you see a lot of our aqua and teal shirts, and that's coming from the kids. Mm-hmm. I, I grew up, and I think a lot of people grew up, where we did drills in our schools where we were worried about natural disasters. Yes, right. Our kids go to school right now, and they have to do you know, school shooter type mm-hmm. drills, right? Mm-hmm. We approach things sometimes as an event happens and then we go on, we deal with it real quick. And then, you know, it's like, we just want to turn the page. It's the weekend. We're going to act like, you know, it's whitewashed over and things didn't happen. And if we listen to our own children, they're, they're not feeling that they're not seeing that. And so by talking to them and understanding what, what they have, it's it it's the full circle. That's how we can encourage these programs. That's they will say that it's important. They will say that we need this. They will tell us, you know, here's the type of things that, that we need more exposure to in, in education on. Yeah. That's important.
2: The kids the kids now, like the kids will tell you. They can see the mental health decline.
3: Yeah. I mean oh, yeah.
2: they're they're well aware of it. And I think a lot of times Parents kind of gloss it over and it's like if you just listen to them, we've had so many kids come to us, really about their problems and their parents don't know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again,
1: you have to take care of everybody else before you have to take care of yourself. That's tough, Stacy. That's not easy.
2: But you know you can't turn you can't turn away from it. It's just important you know, either. Yeah. And I think that's the thing people are like you can't take on the world's problems. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't turn your back to it either you yeah. know, and yeah. I think for us, it's, it's important. If I have a kid coming to me saying any help, I'm, I can't turn away from that.
3: Right. Right. And, and it's also very rewarding because it in is. so many of those cases, we talk to the kids and then the kids end up talking to their parents or talking to a sibling um, or, you know, just talking to somebody who's involved in their life and, they find that they have somebody who's there, who's in their corner because somehow they've built up in their mind that they can't. Mm-hmm. And we, we've heard from a number of parents about how was some of the things that either when Tristan was murdered or some of the things that have happened since then, they've developed closer relationships with their kids and they're having well. those conversations. Um, you know, growing up, I think, my you know, trepidation was when your parents sat down and had that birds and the bees conversation with you, right? Yeah. So, um these days there's so many conversations that are so difficult to have beyond yeah. the birds and bees. Um, you know, the again, the social media dangers, the criminals are coming into your kids' bedrooms, they're acting like they're playing a game with them online mm-hmm. and they're not. They're somewhere Send on in a foreign location pretending to be something, and somehow they coax them into you know taking a, a picture of themselves nude, and then they try and blackmail their kids, you know, for things. And this happens here, uh-huh. those aren't conversations that I know I would have had to have had growing up. So, no, yeah, yeah, you don't seeing think about it, yeah, seeing and, and the I parents think- and the and the kids connect. Um, that's been something, and, and Stacy's uh really good at getting the kids uh, to say you have to go and sit down with mom and dad. Um, You know, my whole big thing is we always had family dinners. And I think that creates an environment where if you have a family dinner, no electronics come to the table Mm -hmm. and you're connecting as a family, it builds that trust.
2: I think really important for parents. Don't think that it can't happen to your child. Don't think that your kid isn't involved in something. Mm -hmm. I have, over the past two years, I personally know friends that said, my child isn't involved in X, Y, or Z. And guess what? Yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you they are because I have other kids coming to me and telling me. I have your kids telling me. Mm -hmm. Do not think that it cannot happen to your child. Do not think that your child isn't involved in things know what's going on in your kids lives listen to them but
1: yeah. what about the parents reaction because i mean a lot of this is kids fears too to be able to tell these parents that oh i did take a nude shot or i did do something that you know isn't a part mm-hmm. of like what we, what you've taught me in life and i think that that's the fear of being able to talk to their parents but like what do you say to kids that come to you in this and they're like i'm scared to talk to my parents about what happened
2: find somebody to talk to cool You know, if you feel that you can't talk to your parents, find somebody, find an adult, find a friend, find a teacher. Find somebody that you feel comfortable enough to talk to them. But know, majority of the time, your parents are going to be there for you.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
2: Majority of parents, I can't say that there would be very many parents. And it's hard because as as we raise our kids there has always been an understanding. I don't care what you do as long as you tell me and I know that you're safe. Yeah. Know that we will always be in your corner. You know, we still to this day and we have adult children. If you drink, you can pick up the phone and call me at three o'clock in the morning and my husband will come get you. Yeah. Not me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's smart. You know, there you I go. Mean,
2: like, know that As parents, give your children the security that you are in their corner. Do you want them to go out and, you know, drink? No. no. But if you do, if you chose to do that, do you have the security knowing that I will be there for you? Yep. and I will be there.
3: And, Davey, I think one of the things that we have to do is also just be honest. Yeah, when you talk to your mom or dad and say you've been sneaking out, Guess what? They may be angry. Yeah. And it's okay. And and we we can't expect people not to be authentic. Right. Um your your parents may get angry. You may get in trouble. You've done things that have serious consequences, and I think that's part of being honest with them and, and understanding the risks that they're taking. Um you, you know, it's I wish I would have known and I wish that, you know, I would have had that opportunity as a parent to deal with it. Instead, you know, it cost my daughter her life Um, because you don't know where there's, there's very few psychopaths that are out there, you know, like what my daughter ran into, but the risks are there. And so. It's it's telling kids if you were to talk to a friend and say this, how would you react to them? You know, if they were doing those things, well, they'd be mad. Well, okay, your parents may be mad too, but have the conversation. It will get better. Yeah, uh, there are people that care about you, and um, it's not always going to be uh, rays of sunshine. Sometimes you have to go through some dark waters. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: and I think your kids would could surprise you too. I mean, our oldest. <laughs> She wanted to sneak out of our house, but knew that she couldn't do that. And it was in eighth grade, and she was like, there's a whole bunch of our friends, and they want us to sneak out. And we were like, what? No. Right? But the, she told us, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were like, all right, well, you can go in the backyard, but as soon as that light flicks on, you better get back inside. Right, right. right. But we knew, okay— She's I can see her in the backyard. I can peek out the window. But and you're there still she meeting is, her where right? she
1: is too. So it's like right. she's she still a cool kid. With, yeah. She wanted
2: to hang out with her friends. And I'm like, absolutely. It was my best friend and I were like, what? Absolutely not. And, <laughs> yeah. and then it was like, well, we're just gonna be right there in the backyard. Well, all right, go in the backyard. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. thanks yeah. for telling me. Like, right, right.
0: Right. right? Yeah. So I think yeah.
2: having having some trust and open, honest conversations with your children, why shouldn't you do X, Y, or Z? Here's the repercussions. Always let you know your parents know where you are because mm-hmm. there are dangers out there. Yes. Things that you wouldn't think of.
0: And they're just more prevalent now than they ever have been in human history. Yes. Um, Stacy Forrest, I want to thank you all so oh, much for, for coming by and, and educating us and educating so many other folks out there, as I know you guys will continue to do. Is there anything else— that we missed, maybe that, that you guys want to make sure and, and let people know about the
3: foundation, about the work that you're doing, um, anything, the, the floor is yours. No, I foremost, I can't thank both of you enough for having us on the show. Uh, this, we're very passionate about this St. John's community and what they've done for us. And a lot of the things that we're working on is because we want to give back. And we, we never want another family to have to go through what we've gone through. And so these are some areas in which in which we think we can give back um, as we have some things that come up and we get there's a couple of things that we mentioned today, such as the wave class and uh, the social media classes. Uh, we would love to maybe share that with you so that oh, you let can me share now. that yeah. with your of course. audience, of course, uh, because you guys are just such a great conduit to get word out to our community, uh, but really appreciative of the time you've given us today absolutely thank you thank you all thank you
0: so much please tell me where folks can find the tristan bailey foundation if they want to get involved if they want information if they can learn from what you guys are doing
3: so we do have a website up uh tristan bailey uh strong and uh no, tristan bailey
2: foundation.org isn't
3: it yeah perfect yeah. i'll put it in comments no yeah, worries. We'll it, yeah. yeah, we'll put it we'll put in the comments um that's probably the, the best source that we're starting to work on. Uh, it's, it's what we use for uh, the, the uh, really successful gala and, and uh, golf tournament that we had. And we're going to continue to have the information there, as well as links to some of the programs that we're partnering with um, if people want to learn more. Cool. Awesome.
0: Thank you all so much. Thank you. for coming by. Thank and- you so much. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> man what a powerful 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 segment man but
1: but like the light and the legacy and i see the change in the community and the rally cry that what we do as a core of a community came together and this family is just is just the the beacon of hope right now and i think that that's that's what we need to focus on
0: yeah yeah Yeah. amazing interview Um, Obviously, we ran longer than what we normally do uh, on the shows. Mm -hmm. And um, so what I'm going to do is just run down our great sponsors that uh, give us the opportunity to have these conversations with folks each and every day. Um, And uh, one of those would be Old Town Trolley. Of course, our friends at Bin 39, um, All American Air, um, our good friends at Panache, and the United Way as well. Thank you for all you do to help support what we do and help us have these these great and very important conversations conversations here in St. Johns County. Um, we appreciate y'all so much. Uh, you guys have a great rest of your day and we will talk to you tomorrow morning. Love you guys.